0: Welcome to the Aquademia Podcast.
1: Our diet is hurting the environment in myriad ways. I mean, we desperately need to eat more seafood.
2: This is a pioneering industry with a whole lot of people who have really good ideas and a lot of experience
0: and are unafraid. Aquademia is your go to podcast for a fresh take on all things seafood.
2: Hey everyone! Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Aquademia Podcast. I'm Shana Laughlin. I'm Justin
0: Grant. And I'm Maddie Cassidy.
2: And we wanted to harken back, real quick to. I'm sorry, what did you say? Harken. We're gonna revisit. No, we're gonna reference. I like harken back. We're we're gonna. Justin doesn't know what it means. I know. I'm <laughs> aware of Nickelback. I'm also <laughs> aware of Hark the Herald Angel Sing. Put those two together, and you got what you need. <laughs> We're going to hearken back to an episode that we did, which was very popular, called The Triumphant Return of the Tuna, because that was a feel-good story about a fishery that had once been overfished and kind of is bouncing back and talking about the reasons why that is and what they're going to do moving forward to make sure that it doesn't get depleted again. And we have a similar story that we're going to talk about that came out today, the day that we're recording, on the west coast of the U.S.
0: Another success story. Yeah.
2: And we just, you know, these are... We don't do a lot of news stories uh, generally because we like to keep our content kind of always available to everyone. Uh, We don't want to get dated, but we thought this was a fun story to kind of just sit down and talk about. And we found an article from Seafood Source written by Ben Fisher. This article is called U.S. West Coast Rockfish Recovery Hailed as Success Story. And, you know, there's a lot of negative press out there for seafood but this is a good positive especially the depletion of species or yeah so it's nice when you get positive stories like this so we wanted to just kind of highlight this article so before we get into that story uh we're gonna have maddie talk about our most recent poll on twitter which a lot of people are participating in so thanks for that engagement
0: yes definitely so like we mentioned we've actually mentioned it in a few episodes so far but we're doing weekly polls on our twitter which is at aquademia pod and the poll that went up last week, it's a different kind of poll. It's, it's a little more trivia. It's a little more involved. So we're testing to see how good your fish slash seafood knowledge is. You all failed. So I'm going to first read the poll, and then you can decide what you think the right answer is, and then I will reveal what the answer is.
1: Key in Jeopardy music.
0: <laughs> so which of the following species... Is not in the salmon family in light of our last week's episode, which was all about salmon. So the options are trout, char, mackerel, or grayling. So what do you think the answer is?
1: Read the question one more time so we can give our audience. Which
0: of the following species is not in the salmon family? Whew. And the answer, drum roll please, is mackerel.
2: Mackerel is not a salmonid.
0: Yes. So stay tuned for more polls on our Twitter. Make sure that you participate because we're going to have new ones coming out every week.
2: If you got the answer right, let us know. Do we know...
1: Do you have the stats? How many... What percent of people got it right? I don't know if the poll...
0: 71%. So we've got... It seems like we have some people that might know a thing or two about seafood.
2: Yeah, but it also (laughs) seems like we have some people that have they still have things to learn totally so yeah. they sean should, got it wrong they should continue i did not get that wrong <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah your, your professors <laughs> at
1: uri are like oh my gosh
2: yeah i literally took a class in <laughs> Salmonids. so i hope i didn't get that wrong no that i think uh there's a, a still a lot to learn for a lot of people so we're gonna keep doing this if you got that question right let us know and we'll i don't know give you a shout out on twitter or something we'll retweet you yeah all right so Let's get into this article. Like I said, we found this on Seafood Source. Uh, It was published on January 29th, 2020, written by Ben Fisher. U.S. West Coast rockfish recovery is hailed as a success story. So so they start off by talking about how the fishery for rockfish and flatfish, you know, kind of bottom-dwelling fish uh, in the West Coast was near collapse due to overfishing a couple decades ago. Um, Thanks to conservation efforts, recovery has been massively successful with two stocks classified as overfished, which is down from 10, which is Significant. A, a huge, huge... Um, and the two overfished stocks are currently being rebuilt and looking good as well. Yeah, they, they think that those are going to be right, right back with the other ones in the next few years. So it's just a good story. Um, and they believe that a good portion of the dramatic turnaround, which they say, comes down to getting the science right which is something that we advocate for here. We believe in science and we think that that's, you know, that's the approach that we should be taking with these kind of things. So basically what happened is they said that we, the fisheries regulators over there didn't really understand how vulnerable these species were to overfishing. And so the total allowable catches were set super high um, without really any scientific background behind it. And um, these stocks just got super depleted because of it. So I guess they declared it as a disaster in uh, the year 2000. And there was a couple things that they tried in regards to buyback policies for the, you know, the fishing rights. Um, and they built conservation areas around their habitat. And then a few years later, these stocks were almost completely fully rebuilt. It was just like a crazy bounce back.
0: Which is crazy because they said that it would take like at least a few decades for them to bounce back fully. And it's only been two. And they've seen so much growth since then.
2: Yeah. So it's awesome. And um, obviously they're going to be putting stricter regulations on the allowable catches in this fishery and stuff, but they're excited to get back into this space. They said the biggest challenge is reintroducing consumers to these species like yellowtail rockfish and sole. They are not really on menus anymore. Or in the grocery stores. Or in the grocery stores. So... There's going to need to be a big marketing push from the industry as a whole for us to reintroduce these species back into kind of the regular diets of seafood eaters in the U.S. So,
1: yeah, wor- works on the way. There's a nonprofit called Positively Groundfished, uh, according to this article, it's formed by a group of industry stakeholders and in including representation from Oregon State University, the Marine Stewardship Council. Uh, has been working to coordinate and unify the efforts around getting the industry up and running again.
2: Yeah, this is something that we are fully behind is this collaboration, and they actually end the article with, I'll just read it. Another lesson observers can take away from the situation is the mentality of collaboration. There's a great deal of common ground between fishermen, managers, and NGOs, even though it doesn't always seem like it. And that is something that we're trying to do as a company too is promote that collaboration because we need it.
0: Yeah, it's super important, especially when the industry faces issues like this, when it comes to overfishing or pollution, any of these kind of issues, they need to be tackled at a large scale. So the fact that all of these groups came together to first put these measures into place and then saw such a success from it. And then now that all of the now that the populations are coming back, all of these groups are coming together once again to put more measures in place to kind of follow up this growth that they've seen. And I think that this is a case study that should be looked at as a, obviously as a success story, but we should also look back on it and compare it with other issues that the industry is facing and apply this notion of collaboration to anything really.
2: Yeah. And from a global standpoint, this might, it's a a small fishery. It's, you know, they're not, I, from what I understand that they are not selling all over the world to all different countries it's it's a little bit more domestic here in the u.s so the hard part is getting the word out and showing that this is possible if you do the right things and like they said getting the science right it should be it should serve as an example to a lot of other fisheries that are having these types of issues
1: has anyone here ever had rockfish
2: yes we all have
0: yeah we all have had rockfish if
2: if our listeners want to try rockfish uh, but they don't want to try going out and cooking it, or trying it in a restaurant if they can't find it. You can always try some delicious fish jerky made from rockfish from One for Neptune,
1: and we can link to his episode that he mm-hmm. he, he came on and talked on the podcast. Yep,
2: last year, and we'll link to that. Shout out to Nick. We love the uh, spicy Cajun. Is that what it was, was it? Spicy Cajun? Is that what it was called? Yes, that was very yes. tasty. If you want, Nick. I know you're a listener, buddy. If you want to send us <laughs> some more of that, I will not say no. It, got, it helped get me up Mount Washington almost to the top. I didn't make it, but... Um, <laughs> oh, but if no. you had two bags, that was, <laughs> then maybe you would have made it. That was my snack uh, on the way up, and it's just delicious, and I think everyone should try it. All right. Do you guys have anything else you want to say about this?
1: No. We'll link to the Seafood Source webpage. You can see there's multiple articles, all relevant. So, yeah, check out their website and, and all of the... Newsworthy articles that they have posted, and
2: yeah, like I said, you know, we don't usually do a lot of um, news stories. Um, there's other fantastic seafood podcasts that do cover news stories. Shout out to Seafood News, but we thought that you know, sometimes it's nice to go back and look at some of these success stories, and a lot of people enjoyed the triumphant return of the tuna. So we'll have to find another super alliterative title for rockfish as well now. Err. <laughs> Which uh, Maddie's going to figure out.
0: (laughs) The rock star rockfish, maybe? I don't know. If you're listening, you already know what I came up with.
2: That's true. All right. Anyway, I hope you guys like that. I hope you read the story and you read plenty of other stories on their website. If you want to talk to us about it or about anything else, please don't hesitate to email us at podcast at aquaculturealliance.org.
1: Follow our polls and other social media releases on our social media Twitter page at AquademiaPod call leave a voicemail which has been hot recently yeah. at one 384 3560
0: thanks so much for listening to this episode guys we'll talk to you next week
2: adios ciao